Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time to step inside the Octagon with your host, Ike Feldman. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ike Feldman, with my boy, my brother, Tommy Beethoven. He not only does classes at Sarah Jiu-Jitsu in Huntington, sign up, it's grown fast. There's probably like 5,000 killers walking around. Tommy is the man. He fights this Sunday, October 15th. Combat at the Space, Lou Neglia, Ray Longo's. It's going to be another symphony, in my opinion. Tommy, my brother, how you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm feeling good. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I, um, and I'm feeling good, man. As you know, we got a lot of good sparring in, um, a lot of good rounds, a lot of work, and it's just much like the first fight. It just really feels like I've just put, like, almost mindlessly, just day in and day out, came in, showed up, put the work in, and I'm really, really excited to go out there and just kind of show a packed house what I'm capable of. You know, um, I sold over 120 tickets for this, so definitely going to be, you're going to see a lot of Beethoven shirts in the arena, so it's going to be a great night. It's be a great night. And as you said, as I personally know, man, you are a beast on the mats. You obviously have that... Uh, large pedigree in wrestling, D1 wrestling, LIU, uh, man. Uh, but you are developing the full round game, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, boxing, uh, with Coach Carroll, Coach Sarah. Man, uh, I think sky's the limit for you. I, I think your talent, uh, your potential is just off the charts, not only because of your physical prowess, but because of what you said, day in and day out, your grind mentality where does that work ethic come from um well i again i really again isaac sorry again isaac i uh really really appreciate that um in terms of that Who, work ethic who's isaac it's ike all right i'm sorry ike. i'm sorry ike. <laughs> um I, I really do appreciate that it means a lot coming from you um and in terms of that work ethic well you know i started wrestling when i was 13 and it I actually wasn't, you know, always like the the worker that, you know, I am, that I consider myself to be now. It was a, a long time where I was kind of just going through the motions and I was getting by because, you know, I was like, I was stronger than a lot of kids. Or I was more athletic than some kids. And then, you know, I looked at guys that were placing in the county, which is, you know, to me, as a 14 or 15-year-old that had only been wrestling for a couple of years on JV or wrestling some varsity matches, a guy that was like fifth in the county or whatever, that was a big deal to me, you know? So I put myself in a different class as those guys, which I was very wrong to do because, you know, I could have definitely risen to that level. I could have um, become that kind of a wrestler had I not seen myself as separate from those guys, you know? And I think that I sort of created my own limitations for a long time. And when I was a senior in high school, um, somebody that's very, very uh, 
know, special to me was my JV wrestling coach, Coach Solman. And when I was a senior in high school, Coach Solman kind of grabbed a hold of me when there was like just a six weeks maybe left in the wrestling season. And he was like, hey, you know, if things keep going the way they're going, then you're going to be very disappointed, you know. And he just kind of, in only a month or a couple of weeks over a month, he showed me what the work ethic that's really required to get to the next level was like. You know, he had me meeting him uh, on the overpass of the Seaford Oyster Bay Expressway to do sprints up that thing before practice. That had, and we were doing sprints after practice. We were doing extra stuff after practice. And that was just a small, small taste for me of, the work ethic that's required to separate yourself from the rest of the pack. And I didn't achieve my goals that year as a senior in high school, but in that short period of time, I had seen tremendous leaps in my capabilities, and that was just kind of like the catching of the bug for me, where I had realized what can be capable of, what can be, I realized that you get in what you put out, like that there's a lot of truth to that. And so I just started, you know, started putting my time in. And when I was wrestling in college, I was getting the shit kicked out of me every single day, you know? I know what that feels like. <laughs> but, you know, that being said, you just keep getting up, you just smile right back at them, you just keep showing up every day, and you just keep going, and... You know, eventually things started to come together for me. And when I came here, I think that, you know, even when I was still a white belt, um, when I was doing mixed level classes or when I was kind of sneaking off to the side to roll with the guys in the advanced class, I found myself, you know, as I was just a white belt, but I was a sought after training partner for a lot of, um, a lot of really good black belts. And the reason for that was because, you know, I, I having my wrestling experience, I offered a different set of challenges to them. But not even that is that, you know, I think that the fact that I would, you know, fight on my cow for even just 45 seconds before I found myself in a triangle or some, or some kind of submission, right? And then slap hands and I'm right back on you again. And then, and then you, you submit me again, slap hands, I'm right back on you again. You know, just that I just kept coming. And I eventually learned to dial it back and sort of learn the positions and how to not stupidly run my own head and into a triangle and shit like that. But like I said, the whole point is the idea is that I just keep coming back. And I, I know I'm rambling a little bit right now, but there's something inside of me that just when I'm on the mats, when I'm you know, butting heads with somebody when I'm doing something physically hard, there's just something that feels right with inside me. You know, this shit is like good for my soul. It might be bad for my knees and my shoulders and everything else, but it's good for my soul. And I truly, truly am addicted to the process of just showing up and leveling up and all those kinds of things. Wow. I hope that answers wow. the question in a very long drawn out. Yeah, I don't think I have any more questions. Bye. <laughs> amazing uh tommy and uh where can people uh find you on social media and where can they buy this beautiful merch uh, so um 
My Instagram is Beethoven underscore the underscore grappler. And, you know, so you can get in touch with me there, see what I'm putting out there. You know, I'll be honest, I kind of have waves where I, get, I, I start filming a lot of content. And then sometimes, you know, I don't get to, I don't get to do too much filming. But I'm usually always active on there. And, um, you know, the, the, the thing behind the Beethoven is that when I first came here, uh, Anthony Palacino actually... Um, Tony, Tony, yes. Uh, call me Beethoven, and him and Prush, him and Eric Prush, they, they were called me Beethoven for some reason, and well, not for some reason because you know Beethoven like went deaf later on in life, and I kind of just like I was like you know what like I like this and I just kind of stuck with it, and you know I kind of sort of took took on a deep, little bit of a deeper meaning for me right with the symphony and whatnot. You know, he, Beethoven performs his symphonies. I perform my symphonies. And it even, actually, as I ran with it, it even started to take on a deep, an even deeper meaning. That probably makes sense to only me, but still, you know, it helps me embrace it. And, like, you know, like I said, people will, people that, I've heard stories of people that ran it, the people, oh, you know, like, um, this guy, that, now this is me talking, right? This guy I know will tell me a story of how he ran it to somebody who works out at the wrestling club that I coach at. And, like, oh, do you know Tom DiGennaro? No, I don't know him. Um, and then, like, as the conversation goes on, somehow, um, oh, yeah, this guy Beethoven. Wait, and, like, oh, so people know who Beethoven is, but they don't know who Tom DiGennaro is. <laughs> it's like a superhero. Honestly, it's like a superhero. Honestly, like, you know... As funny as that is, like it just, I think it kind of shows to the effect that um, it's a marketing thing for sure, but also it, there is a really deep connection with it for me, and even, even deeper than just the symphonies and you know Beethoven with the hearing thing, for me is that, um, have you seen the movie Good Will Hunting? Yeah, yeah, only recently too. Everybody's, everybody's seen the movie, but there's this one scene. When, you know, Matt Damon, when Will Hunting is kind of explaining, you know, to him, like, he's kind of explaining, like, what his capabilities are and, like, how he's, how he's such a genius. And he's just saying, like, you know, I can't hit the ball out of Fenway. I can't play piano or whatever. But he's saying, you know, Beethoven, Mozart, they look at the piano and they just see three keys in a wooden box. And I, I love that movie. That movie kind of has, like, its own meaning to me with, you know, if I'm feeling down on myself, I just watch that movie and I feel better. It's cheaper than therapy. You just rent it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, when I came to Sarah BJJ, I found, like, I was finally home. When I started working with Matt Sarah, I truly felt like, you know, all the years I'd spent wrestling – and all the years I had spent, like, not achieving my goals or struggling to kind of find that groove in competition and just kind of struggling to find, like, purpose in the world, right? Because when you're wrestling, you know that you won't be wrestling forever because, you know, um, like, you know, you, you wrestle in high school, you wrestle in college. And if you're part of the select, select few, maybe you wrestle in the world on an Olympic team. But, like, then, like, wrestling ends at 25, you know? 25-year-old is an old guy in wrestling. So just even even if I was, like, a D1 national champion and I had potential to make a world team, like, you still know that wrestling is going to end. 
but then so there was so there was always that sense of like um well fuck what am i gonna do in my life after this what am i gonna do in my life after this and then when i came here um i've just i've had i have such a great relationship with matt sarah he's been he is the man i will t i will uh, I'm gonna quote Good Will Hunting again, but I will I will stand in traffic for that guy. I will take you know some. Matt says, "Hey, I got a problem. I'm here with the baseball bat. Where the, where are we going? Yeah. You know, no questions asked." Um, he's done amazing things for me, and I'm very grateful for that. But that aside, you know, the community here and the training partners I have here and the things I've been able to do in grappling competitions and now hopefully as I continue to do in MMA, um, it just feels right. And with Beethoven, with Sarah, with everything, I just feel like for the first time in my life, for the past six months, for the past year, I felt like I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's a very powerful feeling, and that will get you showing up every day. That will get you doing your two, three sessions a day, drinking the coffee, getting to the gym. Like, you know, there's never not training, like, unless obviously, like, I'm injured or sick, like, to an actual degree, the idea of just like not training today never occurred to me. And it's not, I'm not saying that makes me tough. I'm like Jack Olonek or anything. It's just because I have such a reason to want to do it. I have people that I want to see. I have, I just want to be here. And it's amazing. All right, Tommy, October 15th, combat at the space. What can the fans of the Beethoven Symphony expect? Well, um, it's definitely, you know, again, with the level of experience I have in MMA, I'm not going to go out there and say, oh, I'm going to have, a, I'm going to give you guys a first round finish or I'm going to tell you guys exactly what I'm going to do because I don't know how it's going to play out, man. But what I can tell you is that I am bringing the best version of myself that has existed to this day. I'm coming in there and I'm going to tell you three things for certain. I am looking to get in there and take this fight to the ground. That's obvious to everybody, right? But that doesn't mean that I'm just going to bum rush this guy, right? I have a lot of faith in my striking and my setups, and I'm looking to not only take the fight to the ground, but display some good striking and wrestling offense along the way. The second thing that I can promise you guys is that for nine minutes, you will not see uh, my opponent put on a better pace than me at any point. That is just, it's just impossible from where I stand. I know that, like I said, I can keep coming at you and I keep coming at you and keep coming at you. Look, I might get kicked in the head. I might get caught in the guillotine. Something might happen, right? I can't promise you, you know, certain things. But I can tell you is that this fight goes for nine minutes. You will see nine minutes of me coming at him. And then the last thing, third thing I will tell you is that this is more of a goal of mine, not so much me telling you what's going to happen, but my goal is that after this fight, regardless of um, the method of victory, right, when I win this fight, I want my opponent's uh, stats to read zero minutes and zero seconds of control time. That's, uh, that's what I'm looking to bring on October 15th. Amazing. Tommy, you're in great physical shape, great mental spirits. Uh, I, like I said, October 15th will be the symphony. Uh, I appreciate the time, brother, and good luck on this Sunday. Thank you, brother.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.